Welcome to today's episode of Between Means and Beans. My name is Nina, and I'm joined by my best friend, partner, and baby daddy, Dayon. And together, we're a couple of 20-something-year-olds just trying to navigate this whole first-time parenting thing. So we're laying it all out there and talking about all the things you wish your parents told you about love, sex, and happiness. Happy birthday to <laughs> Nin. Happy birthday to <laughs> I don't think they need to sit through the whole birthday song. It is my 25th birthday today. Oh. So crazy. 25 actually seems so old because now I'm in my mid-20s. 25 ah. with a baby. You're a mama too. I feel like 24 with a baby seems like I'm young and 25 is like, oh, okay. That's standard. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that's so crazy. I actually like, I haven't really said that out loud before just now and that's wild. Wild. Because I feel like I just like, I just finished college. 25 so like, is a nice like one though. That's like the nice number. I remember being 25. Yeah. It's a long time ago. You're for gonna me. be 30 so soon. Well, no, I'm gonna be 29 so soon. Yeah, but then you're gonna be 30. <laughs> 29 is so close to 30. Yeah. <gasps> That's so wild. We have to change our bio to like two adults on an adventure. Oh of, my like, god! Two kids yeah, on an the intro, right? We still consider ourselves kids, is the thing. So like, I remember actually asking my dad, actually both my parents, what they felt like, like what age they felt like. When they looked in the mirror? When they or not when, no, not when they look in the mirror. Like when you're not looking at yourself, because I think when you look in the mirror you like realize how old you are. But like how you feel in your heart, like how you feel in your body. Mm-hmm. You know? And like I asked my parents and they both said that they felt like they were like in their twenties. And I thought that was so interesting because to me, like in my head, I feel like I'm probably like twenty three, twenty four. Like twenty five doesn't seem to match what it is I feel on the inside. So then it's like, does that change? And according to my parents, it doesn't really change because it's just your body that slows you, you down, you know? That, yeah. yeah, so crazy. But anyways, today we are going to talk about lessons we learned too late in life. This lesson, or sorry, this podcast is inspired by Bobo and Flex. Their podcast is amazing, but they did an episode titled The Same Thing. And I was like, that's such a brilliant concept. And I feel like because it's my birthday, I want to reflect. Not that we don't do that every single week <laughs> on this podcast, We're but I want to reflect. Reflecting. Yeah, I want to reflect on lessons that we learned too late in life. So what's number one for you? Number one for me is that just because you feel an attraction to somebody does not mean you need to be in a relationship with them. This lesson I learned way too late in life. We've talked about this before, but I need to reiterate that it's literally just like every single guy that I found myself attracted to, I would be like, oh my God, I'm attracted to them. So then we would be in like such a great relationship and he's probably so nice and he's probably like blah, blah, blah. And like I attributed so much to like physical and sexual attraction, but that's all that it is. Mm -hmm. I think like you're so taught that like, attraction is like all or nothing you know so like if i find you physically attractive you must be all of these things as well but you can be attracted to somebody and not want anything to do with them and realize that you're different people yeah Yeah, it's definitely taught to us because like you always see like with dating sites or like with dating shows or anything it's always like they look good together first yeah right or like oh they're two attractive people or like or I'm not attracted to them where I am. Like, swipe left, swipe right. You know what yeah. I mean? It's it's always first based on, like, Well, it's, like, literally attraction. all movies. And I think because, like, I'm such a big, like, film buff and I, like, love watching, like, TVs and movie shows and stuff, 
like you're literally taught when you see somebody on the street and they're so beautiful then you're like oh my god like i have to have them and that's the beginning of like a love story you know is that they see they meet each other it's literally just physical attraction and then they like get into a relationship and all these things and so i was just conditioned to think that if i'm physically attracted to you then that must mean that we could work in a relationship and even when i met you like i just let my mind race like when i met mm -hmm. you and i was like obviously just physically attracted to you because i knew nothing about you i maybe knew that you had like good fashion sense because that i could tell that was the first you? thing I that was the first thing I booked when you walked in and I was like looking at every single piece that you were wearing and that's like what was made me so intrigued when I was like I need to know everything about you. Yeah, but that's the thing is that like okay, like those two things, like I get it. Like you can get that from when you first meet somebody, but then I would when I first met you, I, I also let my mind race and I was like, oh my God, like we'd probably be so cute together. Like we could like go on like dates together, we could go here and like we could like dress up and it, it literally like all of this happened within like the first day of like mm -hmm. just meeting for the first time. This isn't when we like actually got together. This was just me seeing Dayon and then attributing all of this value to him just because I was attracted to him. So I feel like that's really important because I have done way too many one night stands and like hookups with people and then wanting to get into relationships with them. There was literally a guy in college where hooking up with him wasn't even that great. It was a very, very, very boring slash mediocre one night stand but he was attractive but he was attractive and mm. i wanted to and i it was weird because we talked about it so like we talked about how it was like a decent it was like okay and then i was like yeah but i would still like to continue like seeing you and he was like so confused by it because he was like but it wasn't even great so like you why? just told him he was mediocre yeah i told him that he was mediocre but then i still wanted to like be with him and he was so confused and i get now why he was so confused but in that moment in time i was like yeah like it was very mediocre but like i think we could enjoy each other's company and like you know blah 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 whatever and it's like no nina like you don't you don't need to do that you know and i feel like there's too many situations That's a compromise you shouldn't make <laughs> yeah and i feel like there's so many situations with like friends that we have where like they're attracted to somebody and i'm like but that 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 can be it you know you don't need to force something and i think that like that belief that physical attraction should equal all these other things or like that you need to be in a relationship with somebody just because you find them attractive led to me like forcing relationships and forcing connections that were not there i made that that mistake many times as well yeah i like i wish i had the confidence to just be like or like it's honestly not really confidence i wish i just had the knowledge to be like i see that you're attractive we can hook up but that's it it doesn't yeah. need to be more than that but I never, I never really got there, you know? So that's, for me, that's the first lesson that I learned way too late in life. So learn from my lessons. <laughs> or if you're going to make the mistakes, at least bear, have my voice in your head telling you, you don't need this. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to do this. <laughs> for me, I guess the, the, main, the main lesson that I learned way too late in life is work ethic. <laughs> and I don't even know how, I guess, like where i lost that or where i've never gained it but like <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was never gained <laughs> it's just or i was just like i was based on what i saw i felt like i didn't have to work for many things yeah and like i guess being raised as a traditional male as well like i never thought that i had to do any of the things around the house as well because like a lot of the people around me like particularly like, the females <laughs> yeah and like and just like also when i go back home like the men 
just you know they just go to work but even sometimes they just don't even go to work but they still don't have to do anything around the house because that is the woman's job which I wish um I wasn't exposed to that you know what I mean because like I don't agree with that lifestyle Mm -hmm. and yeah I just wish that I had more work ethic I think that's something that I learned so late in life that made it so hard for me to like actually break out of that cycle do you know what I mean yeah so like we often talk about not super often but the other day your dad was over and we were talking about your basketball skill and even though like I mean I wasn't around for that period of your life where you were playing college ball and all that stuff like I know your work ethic and I know that how you feel about it and yeah I feel like if you had learned your work ethic earlier on then maybe you could have gone further in basketball and I don't know if that's like a regret that you have but I do know that that's something it was, that it was a regret I think I've, I've went past it from yeah. being a regret like I don't like acceptance? like I've, I've accepted it and I've yeah. learned a lot from that situation so I don't regret it but like obviously I see now that there was like ways that I definitely could have like progressed further and mm-hmm. that was literally just um I wouldn't say that I didn't put in an effort at that time. I think I just let other things get to me. And mm-hmm. I think that also goes hand in hand in regards to like when you read about what a Pisces is. Like yes. it's the two fish. There's always, you know, one swimming upstream and the other one going the other direction. Right. So it's pulling you in different directions. And I think for me, I always was like, if something became too difficult, then I found a different route. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't I don't think that's I mean, that's not the right way to go. Because, mm-hmm. like, even Need if... to push through. Yeah, because, like, with basketball, it's like, oh, like, you know, things were getting a little harder, like, maybe... Like, you, you know, actually need to practice. Yeah, or, like, I'm like, well, no, practicing wasn't a thing, but when it was just, like, about, like, actually learning plays mm-hmm. and, like, doing that part, like, I was like, uh, that's not for me. Like, mm-hmm. organized basketball is not for me, and I was so quick to just kind of give up and go a different direction and be like, oh, well, I'm good at graphic design, so I'm going to continue going that direction. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, there are two opposite things, and it's not like... It's not like I, I need, to, you know, a lot of ball is, is like a ball is life, you know, what mm-hmm. I mean, to the point where it's like if this doesn't work for me, like there's nothing else. Yeah. You know what I mean, like this is my life. And I never had that approach to basketball. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, like, I mean, I don't that, know if that's necessarily a bad thing. I think that's just like a different thing. But it just takes you away from yeah. actually fully succeeding on that one. Yeah, thing. because you always have one foot in. One and it's not out. it's not a bad thing. I mean, in regards to like, because I, I was aware of it now like I'm like I've learned to be more aware of that as opposed to in the, in the past when I wasn't aware of it so like for instance when I was trying to play like pro ball it was like oh this wasn't working for me so I would go a different direction and the same with my relationships at that time as well like if you know if things were getting too difficult in a relationship I would just like go find somebody else Do you yeah. know what I mean so like yeah. and that's you know that's that's not good and that's something that I wouldn't do now but like I wouldn't say it was necessarily bad at that time because like it's what works for me and what I learned from so yeah but I wish that I learned yeah I wish that I learned to like just to not give up so quick and just like to keep working on something and like to constantly work towards something yeah so for yeah sure so I think for me the second lesson that I learned too late in life is it has to do with accepting other people's opinions or criticisms of you. And I actually read this recently and it's honestly an ongoing process. So I wouldn't say that I've learned this lesson. It's more of I'm constantly working on learning this lesson. And I read recently that if you wouldn't ask for somebody's advice, then don't listen to their criticism. And I think for me, like that really spoke to me just because 
obviously I have like a public online platform and I'm constantly exposed to other people's opinions and I'm constantly trying to think of it in ways in which it is not so harmful to my mental health and Mm -hmm. like just me as a person like outside of social media like before I ever got on Instagram like I was never I was the last person in my grade to have an Instagram like I was just never that type of person that like would post about my life or like anything like that I was always very public so like as I created friends and stuff like I was very open with my life with like sharing with anybody so that was something I always had about me but I was generally very private about the internet and I understood that as you as you begin to share your life online that it comes with the territory that people are just going to judge you because they have more access to information like I can't really tell you as a listener anything because I don't know anything about your life I have no context but for you guys listening in on our life it's very easy to create judgments because we're telling you things Mm -hmm. and I think like what people tend to forget is that it's only a very small snippet of our life because even as we're sitting here talking there are things that we omit just because we either assume that it's common knowledge or choose not to tell or you know like it's a very small snapshot but even when we're watching like 90 day fiance i'll judge people on that show because i'm like i'm seeing their everyday life but it's not you know you're not seeing all sides of their relationship so what i've realized is that yes it comes with the territory but just because you share your life publicly Like, one, it should be regarded as a privilege. I think that it should be a privilege to be invited into anybody's life, into anybody's private space. And it's a privilege that can be taken away at any time. Like, at any time, like, I could choose to not share my life anymore. And there there have been multiple times where I've almost gotten to a point where I'm like, I want to quit. I don't want to do this anymore. Like, it was too painful for me, like, to have people so, like, fixated on what it is that that we were doing and like yeah. for me to try to figure out like what what kind of person I wanted to present myself as and like what it really meant to me to be like a good person or an ethical person or a sustainable person um and yeah sometimes the judgment just gets to be too much and so I've definitely thought about quitting and I think like in that process I've realized that it is a privilege and that I need to protect my space. You genuinely considered. Quit. Yeah, yeah, like it to that the point. That was a really yeah, rough patch. That was like sure. last year, I believe. Yeah, it was a really, really rough patch, and um, I think like one day we'll do like a full episode on it. But you should definitely. Yeah, it it got to the point where I was like, I want to quit everything. Like I want to just disappear from the internet because I can't take it anymore. Um, and it was because I was getting like a lot of criticism, and it really made me question who I was as a person, and. It got to the point where I had to realize that, yes, it comes with the territory and it's a natural instinct to judge. And there are going to be people that feel the need to tell you that, you know, they're going to unfollow you for whatever reason or that like they feel like you're a bad person. (laughs) And I never will understand people like that, because even though for me, like I might judge somebody you know, like on 90 Day Fiance or other influencers that share their life, like I don't feel the need to tell other people negative things about their life choices because what is the point of that? Yeah. But it's the internet. It comes with the territory. But I've learned that I need to also protect my peace. Like you can have opinions about like the way it is that I live or the choices that I make. Um, and this goes for people like whether you're publicly on the internet or not, you know, like you have friends, family, people that will judge your life and people can judge you and it's their right it's their freedom of speech like i hear that a lot when people are like when influencers are saying like please stop 
telling me things and people were like it's like it's part of the territory like it's my freedom of speech to tell you how i feel and like yes it is but also it's my right to protect my peace and if i don't want you in my space i can either cut you off i can block you or like it's also my right to say i don't want that energy here and yeah. i think that like yeah publicly or privately you should be able to do that so like even if it's your friends or your family if there's somebody in your life that's you know telling you things or telling you to live your life a certain way and you don't appreciate it like it's your right to be like that's my boundary i don't want you to cross it like please don't talk to me about that um i think that that's that's very fair and that's valid because you can't live your life for other people like at the end of the day like whether or not that it's it's somebody that's looking out for your best interests whether or not you're being a good or bad person like at the end of the day it is your life you know, mm-hmm. and like to have so many voices constantly telling you how you should be like, you don't want to like, I would never want to die one day or like and find out that I'm dying and realize that my whole life I've been making decisions for other people to make other people happy. Because what is the point of that? Yeah. You know, so it's like for me, like I try to be as like ethical and compassionate and mindful as possible. But it gets to the point where it's like I'm never going to be perfect and I'm constantly trying to accept that. And with so many opinions being thrown at me all the time, like it gets to a point where, yeah, like if I, like I will let random strangers words like affect my whole day, whole week, like my whole sense of self. And at the end of the day, like that's not right because I don't know anything about this person. Anybody can say anything to me and yeah. I'll take it to heart and, they and don't that's know not you, fair. And they don't necessarily know you. So there's no consequences or repercussions. For yeah. Them. It's just somebody venting their emotions yeah. like or somebody just upset with me for a choice that I made. But at the end of the day, like I wouldn't even really accept that kind of response from like a friend you know like if a friend wanted to like berate me for something that i did like first of all you better be like a good fucking friend because i like i wouldn't really listen to it otherwise but yeah like if i wouldn't and that's that's the thing though there's consequences when when there's someone that actually knows you because then like they lose that privilege of actually ever hanging out with you so yeah so it's like but with the internet it's like you know they're like i'll just say this what am i really necessarily losing? yeah and they're like unfollow but it's like you could have just unfollowed me and not like kept that to yourself yeah Yeah, not ruin my whole day and like make me question who i am as a person you know like i don't think that people realize that there are like the people that you see on the internet are real people like i know like for anybody i keep saying 90 day fiance but like ed i don't know if you guys even if you watch or if you don't like yes he made a lot of fucked up choices but a lot of people were making like memes about like how he looks as a person and like that's not fair and that's not right like he doesn't yeah he doesn't deserve that and i think that people forget that people on the internet are real people like they have real human emotions mm-hmm. and so yeah I, i've just learned recently that if I wouldn't ask for somebody's advice on something, which there are very few people <laughs> I would ask for advice from, if I wouldn't ask for your advice, then why would I listen to your criticisms? So like I know that a lot of people, especially people that DM me, do it out of best interest because they think that, you know, like if I tell them that I'm not happy with something, then maybe they'll change. And like, yes, but you're also adding like so much stress to my already very stressful life. And yeah. I think, I mean, there's particular particular ones that can be like, uh, constructive yeah and a lot of people do dm me but constructively. we're not talking about that like we're yeah. talking about ones that are just like rude yeah just straight up <laughs> rude for no real apparent reason yeah. you know what i mean and, and i'm very very appreciative to anybody out there that has communicated with me before like 
a lot of times like you guys do it in a way that's very constructive that's very respectful and i really really appreciate that because that's how you should be communicating with people you know like and there have been times where i've messed up and like i do open up my inbox to people and like their opinions and i really really appreciate when people do it respectfully because Mm -hmm. like yeah it just it humanizes me (laughs) and i feel like a lot of times i forget that i am I am only human. So that was a long one. But that's that's a lesson that I wish that I had learned earlier and that I wish that I could implement more and like remind myself more. So it's a lesson that I'm constantly learning. And it's one that I want to really, really be able to focus on. And I think that also having blue has really helped shape me in a way in for the better, because I, I now really have an understanding of like, what's important not just like you know like my family is important but also that like there's just so many other things to worry about and like other people's opinion of me is really not i mean yes it is my job but it's also like you can't make everybody happy yeah and that and that's the line that you know you hear a lot like you can't make everyone happy but like to put things in perspective as well like it's so different in like your case where it's like you know, for me or, like, for other people, it's, like, you can't make everyone happy, but then you're thinking about your immediate circle, yeah. right? Or, like, the few people that you might actually genuinely Like, your family know. or your, yeah. Whereas, like, for you, it's, like, you can't make everyone happy, but that's, like, on a scale as large as, like, a, like a crazy amount of strangers. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, it's, like, yeah, it's pretty insane where it's, like, yeah, like, you, you can't even make your own, like, you know, certain people in your circle, like, happy. So, think yeah. about just, like the stranger that like you know has nothing to do with you yeah and i think like the reason why i was always so hesitant to like to believe in the idea of like you can't make everybody happy or like you have to do what's right for you because a lot of people that are like racist or sexist will like use that as a justification to be racist or sexist or homophobic or whatever but like that's i think that's why i was always like well i fucking hate when people say that just so they can justify being bad so then i was like what am i being a bad person and i think there's i think there's like a distinction you know I mean, yeah, obviously well i mean look at yourself as well yeah. right you have to like <laughs> consider what you're actually doing and like that's the thing is that people will like come at me but i'm like am i actually hurting you yeah. you know like is are my actions so personal to you like when it comes to like sustainability for example like i try to be as sustainable as possible and yeah, it's not good enough for certain people, but it's like, there's no way to do it perfectly. And we can do a whole episode on this because people have been wanting us to. I'm just, I just feel like the way that I see it, people may or may not agree with, but there's just no way to do it perfectly. Yeah. And like what you see is such a small snapshot of my life that like people could very easily judge me for not being vegan. And like, yes, I agree that it's, is it the most sustainable option? No. But are there other ways that we can be sustainable that you know like to do our part and if we all do our part will the world be in a better place yes so i think like that's the thing is that i've just had to understand that you're not going to be able to do things like that perfectly and people can be upset with me for not being vegan if if they want but like what can like you know what can i do at that point yeah. like i can't do it for you i have to do what's right for me mm-hmm. so yeah crazy so <laughs> <laughs> for me what have i learned too late in life. I guess to, to kind of compliment the one that you were saying, um, something that I'm also still learning is that, you know, I don't have to, I should do things for myself more. And I feel a lot of the times, 
especially when I was younger, I like would just do things to either impress someone else or make someone else proud or make someone else happy. Um, but you know, number one person should always be me and like, you know, people that I genuinely like keep really close to me. So whether that's like you and our baby, um, those are the most important things. And those are the people that I should be constantly trying to impress, not like random strangers, like, you know, trying Mm -hmm. to get compliments from them or whatever it may be. So, um, I still struggle with it sometimes, you know, but when I was younger, it was, it was a constant thing that like took over, you know what I mean? Where it's like, I couldn't leave the house without an outfit that I thought someone else would be like that sick instead of like something that I thought was nice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, just because like, and there was things that I was too scared to wear as well. And like, you know, it just it just, like took, you know, took over my mind where it's like, there was things that I was too scared to wear because... you other people's opinions Yeah, you. while yeah. I'm like, you know, but the thing is I'm not even receiving those opinions. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like yeah. in my own head where it's like... Like someone doesn't compliment you and you're like, they definitely hate my outfit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but then also it's not even that. It even comes down to like me literally like waking up in the morning and putting something on and I'm like, I think this is sick and like I think it's really cute. But then like I'll hear in my own mind somebody else not even like anyone p- specific but just a voice saying like yo that's whack or like yo what the fuck are you wearing you know yeah. what i mean and then like that would stop me from like wearing something that I, that I thought was creative and interesting do you know what i mean and like now like i like i care less and i'm like can get a little bit more creative and like put things together in a way that i genuinely like which you know has ultimately made me a lot happier in regards to like just the aspect of fashion like mm-hmm. has made me happier but then also in regards to everything else in my life so yeah I think that's a lesson that I learned a little bit too late was like uh the fear of expressing my own creativity based on other people's opinions yeah do you know what I mean yeah so I think that's that's something that I, yeah that I, <laughs> <laughs> that I'm still also learning but like wish that I learned earlier because then it probably would have been easier for me now yeah so in my 40s I'll be killing it <laughs> Because by that's then what I shouldn't say, have like, any That's issues. why people s- tend to say, I think as they as they get older, it goes one of or two of two ways. I feel like people either live with regret, <laughs> or they're like, I'm fucking thriving in my like 30s and 40s because you like really come into your own and you like have a self confidence that you never really had before. And I'm very excited about that because I feel like we're getting there and like yeah. there's things that you just can't rush. Like there's you know all these lessons. Yes, I wish that I learned them earlier, but. I did also have to go through all that I went through to get to this place. You know, like if I was never like the last lesson that I talked about with like other people's opinions, if I was never confronted with all of these roadblocks and issues and other people's opinions that I didn't care for, then I I wouldn't get to this place, you know? Mm-hmm. So like I think it had when to it comes, reach a certain like boiling point. Yeah, and for I think you to, that like, fight through it. When it comes to lessons, growing up my mom was always telling me lessons and she was always like, "Oh, just learn from me, learn from my mistakes." And I was so resistant to that because I'm like, okay, I hear what you're saying, but you can't actually learn a lesson without living through it. Mm-hmm. It's and so, so different from actually Yeah, like you actually it. need to like live your life and like actually learn from them. So the last lesson that I learned too late in life, kind of similar, I guess. We're just building on on all of our lessons here, but I feel like the last lesson is that I have a lot of power in my voice and that you should express yourself similar to what you're saying but for me it's specifically like being able to speak my mind and it's something that i've is a constant learning process that's something that you've taught me as well really yeah that's something i learned a lot from you like i wasn't able to ever make 
you know, a remotely genuine, open caption yeah. on my Instagram. Or, like, to really, like, have those open kind of conversations with people that are strangers to me. Um, before, I wasn't able to do that before. Before, it was just, like, how Emoji. can I be... Yeah, like, how can I be, like, as cool yeah. sounding as possible and, like, detached? Yeah. You know what I mean? As yeah. possible. So. That's the thing, too, is that with social media is that what I found... This is kind of off topic, but what I found is that creators that grow really quickly and on a really big scale are the most palatable creators. And when you actually look at their content, um, like usually, I mean, let's say it's fashion because that's most of the people that we're following. Yeah. A lot of fashion creators that are huge are also people that you know very little about. You don't really know much about their opinions or about them as people because they don't share it. And so it's very easy to like them because all you like is their fashion. Um, and so I think like that's great if you like want to grow, but when you want to create a very loyal audience that really cares about you, um, and really I think in my opinion, use your platform for a greater purpose, is to like express your thoughts, you know, whatever they are. And I think that this is hard because we live in a world now where there's kind of like my way or the highway, no matter what you believe in. Um, but I think that the more that people are able to express themselves, one, you learn more as a person, you learn more from other people. Um, but even though it's not always popular, like I'm constantly having people follow me, but also unfollowing me at the same rate so that's why my following kind of stays the same unless like i do something different to really grow it at a faster rate yeah. um but people are like constantly... make a reel of her baby falling yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like i'm constantly growing and losing followers at the same time because every single time that i speak my mind it speaks to some people and it makes them really happy to be following me and to some people it doesn't speak to them because they don't want to know about me. They don't want to connect, you know? And so then they unfollow because they're like, I liked her for her fashion, but then like, I don't now care I know for, too much about yeah. her. Like, yeah. yeah, so I think like that's the thing is that for me, I've just found that even though I know that it might be detrimental to my growth, it's important for me to share my experiences and to share how I feel because one, I'm able to connect with you guys a lot better. And I really love the fact that I have a platform that allows people to feel comfortable like talking to me and sharing with me their experiences and you know a lot of people ask me for advice and I like to be able to connect with people in a very human way um but also people that are able to relate because that gives you that that just solidifies that you're not alone Do you yeah know what I mean when it's like when you're sharing your hardships and things like that that like you know other people or like, damn, I'm not alone. Yeah, because the thing with, like, the internet is that so much of it is, like, you don't know what's real and what's fake. And, mm -hmm. you know, like, even when it comes to how people feel about themselves, you know, like, you might look at somebody, you might look at my profile and be like, wow, she's so confident. And, like, you know, like, there's nothing that I worry about or struggle with. But if you listen but, to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, but if you listen to our podcast or, like, read any of my captions, like, I'm very open about the things that we do struggle with, the things that we fight about, like things that I'm insecure about. And I think that that's really important because you have highs and lows in life. And I think that's what should be normalized, not, you know, achieving this really happy, successful lifestyle that comes without any struggle because that's not realistic for anybody. It doesn't matter who you are, like you're gonna have highs and lows. And so I've just found that being able to speak my mind and saying no to things, oh my God, like I, this should honestly be the last lesson, the biggest last lesson is like being able to say no because I used to be such a yes man and I would be so scared of 
people not liking me if I was difficult or if I was resistant. And so I found that it was just easier to say yes. So I would say yes to hang out. I would say yes to going out. I would say yes to doing projects that I didn't want to do. Like I would just say yes so much that I felt myself like get so drained. You wear yourself thin. Yeah, you wear yourself thin. You're not happy because you're not mm-hmm. doing things that you really truly want to and you're not preserving Hanging your out energy. With people you don't want to, doing things you don't want yeah, to. Yeah. Like it's like I would hang out with people and feel so sad afterwards. And then and I, I had that too. Yeah. You remember those times? Yeah, too? I remember. <laughs> and I was like, why are you doing that to yourself? Just say no. Just say you can't. Like just yeah. say that you don't want to go, you know, and that's okay. And I think that this comes with growing up is learning to protect your peace and your energy like I didn't when I was in like even up until like the end of college I would I didn't know how to preserve my time or I didn't realize how valuable it was I would say yes to everything because I'm like oh it's just hanging out it's just time but like time is like everything time is money you know and so I think being able to say no has given me so much more power and confidence and like being able to grow into myself and who I am because like even when it comes down to like my sexual relationships like there have definitely been times where I just went along with things and I shouldn't have because I just didn't have the confidence to speak up for myself and that's really bad you know like I know that a lot of like females and femmes like do struggle with that because that's something that you're taught that you shouldn't be difficult and that you should just go along with everything but it gets you into situations where you don't want to be there and like I definitely wish that I had learned this earlier, but just being able to practice saying no in small ways. Like if someone asks you if you want anything to drink, if you don't say no, you know, like don't let people coerce you into changing how it is that you should feel about things. And I think just practicing in really small ways really, really helps to get yourself to a place of confidence where you can actually say no to big things. Say no, stand up for yourself. It's actually... I mean, this might be unrelated, but it's pretty crazy how, like, people can be coerced into literally anything, yeah. like, admitting to a crime that they didn't do. Yeah, we watch a lot of true crime, and it's crazy. Like, yeah. it's crazy that, like, if you just say things enough to people that they'll either start to believe it, question their own reality, or, like, like that's just, it's the power of words, you yeah. know? So, I think, like, being able to say no, express yourself, like, how you truly feel, um... And, and then just along being aware with that, of that, like just being aware that like you could potentially be being coerced into doing something that is not genuinely for yourself or making you happy. So yeah, yeah. protect your peace. Um, and yeah, I think all of these things kind of go hand in hand. It's it's learning based off of the last episode, but it's not just body confidence. It's like it's learning just like a confidence in yourself to like trust yourself. And that's something that I'm constantly learning. So yeah, it's all it's all a work in progress. These are lessons we're still learning, but I hope that you guys have a beautiful day. I'm going to go enjoy my 25th birthday now. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you guys next week. You can follow us at Neens and Deans. I am your girl Neens. And I'm Daniel's Day Off. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.